Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I wanted to ask, uh, just in terms of the, the second half of that game and the way you guys kind of seemed like you unleashed, you know, a little bit of, um, you know, getting after the quarterback, bringing pressures, um, but also seemed to be playing discipline too. Like, how well did you feel like the the whole front seven, I guess, played in the second half of that game? Uh, I thought we played well. You know, I really thought, you know, after probably that third drive, um, I think the first drive, two, three. Um, I thought we started to settle in. Um, and so, you know, I thought the whole team as a whole played pretty disciplined throughout the game. Um, we knew it would be that type of football game. We knew it would be an emotional team. Uh, but we've proven through most of the year that we can handle that atmosphere and that type of environment. We've been through a lot. We put them through a lot. And I thought our guys responded to all situations. Um, you know, even after that safety when, you know, I just – I looked those guys in the eyes as they were about to take the field, and they were ready for the moment. And there was no head down. There was it was just all about this is a long football game. We got to go out there and get stops. Anything else? Okay. Right, let's go back to Ira. J- Jared had some moments. I mean, we've seen him have great moments before, but, but it seemed like almost like he was taking over that game by himself at some points. Um, just how impressed uh, were you with his play? Yeah, I mean. Big time players make big time plays in those type of games, and Jared proved it. And um, I mean, that one sack that he made with the offensive tackle is a pretty impressive play. Um, we, we, we've we've seen him do that, you know, a number of times. He's just so powerful. Um, and when you mix his his get off and his explosiveness, you know, it's hard. I mean, it's pretty simple to understand. You know, if you're worried about somebody running around you, you got to speed up. In order to speed up, you get on your heels. Then when somebody that powerful puts his foot in the ground and goes to power, I mean, that's a tough thing to deal with. And uh, I think what helped us, especially some of those sacks late, you know, we got them in a two-possession game and our guys were able to pin their ears back. We were able to do some things coverage-wise to make them hold the ball a little bit longer. And I think that's when that showed up. Um, you know, we had a you know, he actually had that cause fumble, unfortunately, it ricocheted off of the Kordak's knee and rolled out of bounds. But you know, I thought we did a better job of tackling the ball, too. We had two balls on the ground. Um, we had a chance at maybe another pick, too. So you know, all those things are starting to mount up as the season goes. Chris? Two things about Akeem Dent. One, his overall play, how impressive was it, especially for a guy who's kind of nearing the end? And secondly, the penalty called on him. How frustrating was it in that moment, in that play that he had made? I thought Akeem played outstanding. Um, just, you know, we've seen it throughout his career, you know, um, when balls have broken, his ability to make some one-on-one plays. Um, I think he's 
wanted to put a game like that together. I thought his practices the last five or six weeks have been really good. Um, you know, I, I know he knows the clock's running out on his time here as a Seminole, and just to see him on that environment, on that stage, um, against some really talented running backs. Um, but what happens when you play really talented backs is you need really talented players too, and Akeem's one of those. But when his when his number was called, you know, that's one of those things when you're playing. You know, defense. Everybody talks about one on ones and and ability to make some plays. But when you're on a good defense and balls are in space and the whole crowd thinks this is a good play, and then you got a free defensive player and he goes and gets the guy down and we go to the next play, you know, it takes a lot of momentum away from that offense. And I thought Akeem showed that on three or four independent occasions. Um, you know, so I thought he played really well. You know, regarding the. You know, the sack that he had to knock him deep in a field goal. It was the only touchdown they had was when they gave him another life. But, you know, I thought that was a well-timed pressure. It was really hit by him, you know. And what I love, though, is when it didn't work out and they gave him the first down and goal, you know, you didn't see a lot of body language from him. Um, you know, you saw some body language from other people, but you didn't see any from Akeem. And th I thought that showed a lot of maturity um, for him to go back and, um, you know, try to get a stop there. Unfortunately, they get in the end zone. But, um, you know, he's become a really good blitzer. Um, I think, you know, you pair him with Shy and what we've done at that position over the last couple of years of entering those guys into the box and in the rush. I think Akeem's really taken those steps. Um. Obviously, um, the sacks that did count. Patrick Payton had a couple of them, and um, especially I think two of them came on that. Both of them came on that um, one of the second to the last drive. Just how much does that open up when he's able to um, be as effective as he was in that game for Jared, for Braden? You know, who had a, I think a half a sack or two, one, one full sack. Um, how much does it open up for everyone else when both your edges are playing that well? Well, I think when you look at the totality of the season, because when you get to the end of the year, there's a lot of plays that offenses need to dig through, just like we have to dig through as you're planning for the next game. And when you have guys like Kalen Deloach that have had good sack numbers, you've got to deal with Braden Fisk. Um, you know, we've got Malcolm Ray has done a good job. Josh Farmer has gotten in the backfield with some number of sacks. And then you have the verse, and then you have Patrick, but then you have the ability to have Akeem Dent coming off the edge or Shaheem. Uh, I think it just offers a lot of variety. Um, and I think that's important when you're playing defense. Um, you know, obviously Jared's gotten a lot of attention. Um, Patrick has the ability to win all of his one-on-ones. Um, and we have a number of defensive linemen, linebackers, and DBs that can do that. I think ideally that's how you try to put your defense together, uh, that you can come from different places, but then you have the ability to win multiple one-on-ones. And I think you saw that Saturday night, especially when it became that two-possession game at the end of the game. And it was an obvious throwdown. Um, you know, you want to make that where we're really the ones on offense. Uh, I'm sure, unfortunately, you, you still remember the, the impact Ricky Pearsall made in last year's game for Florida. Obviously, in different. In the first half? Yeah. yeah, in the first half, yes. Mm -hmm. And it, obviously, very different. This year only had one catch. I think Gil kept him below. He was in on pace for a thousand yard season. I, I guess, what's that speak to about? I mean, I think I, he lines up in the slot a lot. And so I know Jerry and Greedy, and just I know they did similar with Xavier Estrepo a few weeks before, just the high level they've played at and what that does for the whole secondary. Yeah, I mean, I thought our pass defense was really good. You know, as a totality, I thought we played good football in that game. I mean, we were going to need, you know, in that as that game got going, we knew we would need the defense just like you do all the time, right? Uh, it's no secret to play really good at the end of the season. You better be playing really good defense. And 
You know, I think when you take receivers away, a lot of attention goes to the guy lined up over them, which should. You know, I thought Jarian did a great job. You know, I thought Greedy gave us really good snaps. Um, you know, but it's a group effort. You know, it's a group effort with the with the front, with the back end, and you know, I thought we did a really good job of really limiting any explosive plays that they would had. You know, the things that you don't see is the play designs that they have for him, and you see a safety on top, you see a corner, Ventrell, Renardo, or AZ in in a bracket form, and you just there's really no place to go with the football, and especially when you play a young quarterback. You know, I'm sure all week they're taught about as much as you try to be aggressive, probably on offense. You're still coaching the bad stuff. Hey, don't throw the ball when you get this look. Don't throw the ball when you get that look. So, you know, you, you get scared of trying to put that ball in there. And I thought we gave them a lot of those pictures. Credit to our players uh, for understanding. You know, they got the back involved in the pass game early. So, you know, our players adjusted that pretty well. And, you know, it, it allowed for some of the pressures to show up. And then the back started to stay in a little bit more. And we're allowed to go back to a little bit of coverage. So I thought it was just a good game overall. And we, we needed that group to play well. And I thought they did. Look ahead to Louisville. Uh, what do you see in that offense and keys for preparation this week? Yeah, the, I mean, they're playing a championship game for a reason, you know, and I think it starts, um, you know, they got a real veteran quarterback uh, that Coach Brom had history with. Um, they have two running backs that, you know, obviously you got to give a credit to their offensive line because they've created some space, but. They've been dominant running the football. And, you know, you look at all the games that they, you know, in the games that they weren't able to run the football, they were able to throw the football. So they have balance. But I think if you ask them, that balance has been created through the run game. You know, and I think their action throws off of the run uh, are really good. I think you couldn't compare them a little bit to Florida from a standpoint of I think they do a really good job. It's, you know, the second head coach that's calling the offense that we played the last two weeks. And you see the play designs. There's a reason they're in those positions because you see a lot of the the, the motions, you see a lot of the run actions designed to be coherent with the pass game. And I think that's what good offensive play design does. And then they have the screen game that they throw off of it. Um, you know, there's some under center actions that have screens off of it. And, you know, I think when you have two good running backs and you're able to block well and play as one up front, you got a veteran quarterback, and then you add a couple of playmakers on the perimeter, that's what a championship offense starts to look like, and that's why they're in the game. Your last three D1 opponents were all freshman quarterbacks. Um, one was making his first start, one was making his second start, the pit kid, third start, fourth start. Now you're facing a six-year quarterback. Does it change? I mean, I know that's, that's probably a dumb question. I apologize. Does it change the way you coordinate a defense, knowing you're not going to probably show this guy anything he hasn't seen, and you maybe can't rattle a sixth-year guy like you could a kid making his first or second start? Well, we've rattled some veteran guys before, and I think it's important to do that this week. You know, I think getting pressure on him, I think when you can run the ball well, six-year or redshirt freshman or true freshman, it's going to help that player significantly. Um, you know, there are things that we ha we've planned to be in this game. And I think when you're playing championship-level football and you're playing this late in the season, um, you're going to be good at the things you do, but you're always building for the next step. And I think it's important. Um, we've been working on some things that we've had for a while, and you know, you're not waiting anymore to use those things. And I think that's important as you get towards the end of the season. You don't redesign, okay, now we're going to change everything. You don't do that. Um, but when you're on a good team, 
you can work ahead while game planning for other things. And um, you may not always know the opponent that you'll be playing late in the season, um, but you can play some offense on defense. And I think it's important that you do that throughout the year. That's why we have those Sunday practices too. You're, and if you play well the week before, you have less corrections to really address that time. And you can move ahead and you can start saying, okay, this, these are plays that we have off of these calls or pressures we have off of these looks. And you keep working those things. So, you know, hopefully, um, you know, on paper, and when you've played so many games as, as he's played, yes, you've seen a lot of different football, but hopefully our execution, the speed that we do those pictures, and maybe some things he hasn't seen from us, hopefully those things make it difficult for him to, to play faster. You know, and hopefully that's what shows up Saturday. You, you weren't here when Akeem got here, um, but you know his career's been uh, probably not what he expected as a big time. He was a, as big a time recruit as he could have been. Um, changing positions, going through some different things. Uh, how much, like how much has he grown as a player in terms of preparation and all the things that showed up on Saturday? Akeem's always been a very mature person. Um, you know, he handles himself well in the classroom, off the field. He's always been really loved by his teammates. That's been the consistent. Um, you know, obviously he went through a little bit of a position change early in his career here, but he went through a bunch of injuries too. And, you know, there was, you know, last year in that Florida game, he couldn't play, you know, and he's been battling injuries um, throughout, even at the beginning of the year this year. And so he's finally Yes, I think he's playing his best football now. That's the cliche thing to say. But I think it's just a product of who he's been throughout the years. You know, I don't think it's just, oh, wow, he's really good now. Um, you know, just I think his everything's caught up to him. And I think all the things he's done for the last four or five years here has come to a pinnacle for him to play his best football, you know, here at the end. And uh, there wasn't anybody. Obviously, I was excited for everybody involved in the program, the way that game ended and the way the season has gone. But I had a special place in my heart for Akeem, you know, just to see the smile on his face because he was proud of himself because he knows how far he's had to come both to, to become healthy, you know, to have those opportunities show up in a, in, a, in a game of that magnitude. And now, you know, a game like that will live forever for him. And uh, I know – you know, going into this championship week, you know, this is a, this is a big week for all of us. Uh, but I'm excited about the momentum he's created for himself. Jordan. Coach, they started off the game five for six on third down. They were two for ten the rest of the way. Was there a specific adjustment? Or like you said earlier, it was just about the defense settling down? You know, I think early in those, those first couple drives, you know, they got in a, you know, a few of the unbalanced sets. And, you know, it's one of those things you walk through them even on Saturday morning. You go through on Tuesday. And, you know, just like I talked um, to Corey a little bit about, there may be something that you're doing that's a little bit of a tweak. But the speed of the game, the energy of the game, all of a sudden they don't see it super clearly. Um, so in that early drive, you know, we're, we're trying to get it right during the drive. And uh, it wasn't really clean. Um, you know, one of the third downs they hit was just a one-on-one -on, -one on the backside and, you know, something that we should have probably played better, uh, but it happens, um, you know, and they did a good job. You know, that, that was a team that was, you know, scoring a good amount of points. They were able to run the ball really well on a lot of good teams. And, you know, I thought our guys just really settled in, and, and it's important. We have a mature group, so what does that mean? Emotionally, when you get on the sidelines, you're not trying to get them calm down or get them in the right mindset to be able to go play. You can really focus on, all right, this is what's happening, and 
this is what we've worked on. Remember, this is how we're playing. Or, hey, we weren't prepared for this, but this is what they're doing. This is how we got to respond to it. This is what, how we're going to play it. Everybody on the same page? And then they communicate to each other, and then we go and play. And I think you just see that, um, and you know, hopefully you can make those adjustments you know, play by play. Sometimes it goes series by series. And uh, I think our guys are mature enough, and I, that goes back to just the summer. You know, we've been trying to challenge these guys year-round, and um, they've answered the bell each time we've done it.